Hello and welcome to Pop Pop. I'm Charlie Clawson. I'm Will Anderson, and uh, I've just dimmed the lights. <laughs> That's a weird thing. We're uh, recording in a hotel room, and uh, we've just set up the little uh, sort of a recording equipment, and it's the middle of the day, yeah. and we're both sober. I gotta say, I do. It seems really weird. I do feel a bit like a whore because I've come to see you in the middle of the day mm. in your hotel. You've ushered me into the spare room. You I've spent, spent some time 40 in here. 40 minutes setting up equipment. Yeah. Like every time I have a hooker over, I say, look, get in there, set up the recording equipment, uh, plug some things into the wall. The amount of times that I've had a hooker around in my hotel, Charlie, and the first thing she has said to me is, can you please move the bed into the corner and do you have a power board? Yeah. That's exactly what they say. Yeah. Well, mm. it depends if you get one of those fisting machines or the, uh, what are they called? What do you the, mean a fisting machine? They're like, um, it's like a rubber fist on like a... It's like a, a, a big drill. The fist kind of turns and vibrates. And Why would you want one of those? To fist yourself? What? I don't know. Like... Why would you want to fist yourself? Who would need... You've got your own fist. Can't you just fist yourself with your own well, fist? Well, it's you like, why, you, why use a dildo when you've got a hand? Like, it's the same thing. Like, well, no, a dildo I think is it's, at least I, penis shaped. But I think it's... R- whereas you have your own hand. I think it's RPMs. I think it's to do with RPMs. Right. Like, you can get... I mean, it goes faster than a human hand. I can understand if, say, Aaron Ralston, that guy from 127 Hours... He got one of those vibrating fists because he doesn't have an arm. That makes sense. But normal people have their own arms. But if you're fisting your own ass, that's hard. I mean, think about it now. Like, if you really wanted to get in there, it's not... Well, how far in do you want to get, though? Well, I don't know. I don't think you want to get far in at all. They build these prosthetics things right to the elbow. Yeah. That seems weird. Well, why do you want <laughs> that, that part seems weird. No, no, all of it. Oh, yeah, but yeah. that bit, it, it takes it even to weirder. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I mean, for me, it doesn't seem like fisting. Like, it just doesn't. The idea of fisting. Yeah, I'm not into it. No, I, I'm, I'm not into, into it, it I, in I, any way. I, I have done it. Have, have you? Like, I've had been with girls who have liked fisting. Like, what do you mean by but, fisting? But fisting though? is a very. Do you like, mean like that's three a generic fingers? Term. Or do you no, mean I'm like, talking, how many? Like, like ducking. The duck. The duck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But right. that's fisting, essentially. Essentially, If your sure. entire hand enters yeah. an orifice, that's fisting. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, but these rubber fists aren't in the shape of a duck, <laughs> are they? They're no. in the shape of... Like, they look like something that like, Mike, Tyson, like Mike Tyson might train with. Yeah, the Hulk hands. Yeah, the Hulk hands. <laughs> like, can you imagine <laughs> if, you, if, if you fisted someone with those giant green Hulk hands? No, I can't imagine that. Would imagine if someone... Okay, say you're with the most beautiful woman in the world. Say yeah. like uh, Carmen Electra. Who we, no, Mil- 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 Mila Kunis. No, no, because I don't think Miller would be into it. <laughs> but I think Carmen Electra might be into it, right? So you and Carmen Electra have hooked up sometime, right? Mm-hmm. And you've gone back to her house and she's like, Charlie, this is going to be a one night only thing. Yeah. But if you want to make love to me, there's one thing that really turns me on. And then she brings out the giant Hulk hands yeah, and, and tells you that you have to fist her with oh, the Hulk hands. that's fine. I thought you were going to say she was going to fist me with the Hulk hands. All right, so it's fine to fist her with Hulk hands. Oh, yeah, definitely. No problem. Would you say Hulk smash? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I don't... I mean, look, it's not, it's not the first thing I go to. But yeah. I'm one of those things... If I'm willing to try anything once. And if the person's into it, then it's kind of... Like, you know, if, I mean, you know, maybe aside from like shitting or pissing on someone... Like, I'm, I'm up for most things. If the person, you know, really gets them off, I'll fucking try whatever. Uh, I, yeah, I, I'm not. Really? No. I mean, I, I, obviously, I'll like make the other person happy, but... It really turns me on if you put your hands over my throat and squeeze. No. You wouldn't do it? No. Really? No. Wouldn't do it. Even if there's a safety word, like... No. Banana split. <laughs> And probably not a good safety word. Too hard. Too many syllables. Safety words are hard too when you're choking someone. I'm in the pier. <laughs> I couldn't work good out. Oh, that's right. I'm choking you. <laughs> that's why I can't hear. No, no, no. I'm no, no. I, 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 you know what? 
even if the person was into it and they were cool with it and that sort of thing, no. I, I don't like being violent with the other person. I don't like being too rough. So as long as there's not violence involved. Yeah. But, okay, but so I consider fisting someone violent. Is bondage violent if they wanted to be tied up? Uh, no, I could probably tie someone up. Yeah. But I wouldn't like to be tied up myself <laughs> because I have that fear that you get tied up and then they leave. Yeah, yeah. That is like my... There are a lot of things that I have uh, stopped myself doing in life yeah. which were probably totally cool and people would be totally into yeah. because I have that fear of yeah. it could go wrong. Yeah. Like, you know, like I've never made a sex tape. Yeah. And I'm, I guess I would be fine with it. I don't really want to see myself fuck. I don't even like to watch myself on the telly. Yeah. Like people are always surprised. I, I've, I've got a DVD and I've not watched it. Yeah. It's been out for two years. Well, you just told me you don't listen to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm here when we record it. <laughs> like I have heard it at least once. Yeah. I think that's enough. <laughs> and often I've heard these stories before because yeah. they're my stories or your stories. Or my stories have be heard before. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> it's not like, you know, I have no interest in the podcast, but I just don't like to listen to my own voice. So I certainly wouldn't want to see myself. Yeah, I wouldn't see myself. Have yeah. sex. I, but I, if someone else was into it, yeah. even then I wouldn't do it because I just have that fear that it would be get out there. I had a, uh, I had a thing happen and, and we may have talked about this before. <laughs> what a shock. But um, tell me if this jogs your memory where when I was like 19, I went home with this girl mm. and uh, she snuck me in like past her dad. Like we had to go up the stairs to her bedroom. Right. You know, when you say snuck, her, snuck you in past her dad, like her dad was like a, what a beef eater standing at the side, the front of the no, house. He like... was like, he was in the, he was in the living room watching TV oh, right. and she went in and was talking to him and, Behind her back was signalling. Oh, Sorry, serious? Mike, yeah, signalling for her for me to sneak past. Which like I the did. Great Escape. Yeah, it was terrifying. First of all, we, we snuck into the house and we went to a into like the living room and yeah. we were having sex on the floor. And I was like, Where was Dad? He was. I didn't know. See, I didn't know Dad was there at this time. He was in the other room. It was a big house. Oh, okay. And then we stopped having sex on the living room floor. And she said, "Let's go up to the bedroom." And she said, "But we have to go past my dad." And I was mm. like, "What? There's like someone here." I thought the house was empty. Yeah. So we walk in and Dad's sitting on the couch drinking a beer, watching like footy or something. And so she goes to the door and says, hi, Dad, um, you know, home. And he's like, did you have a good night? She's like, oh, it was a bit boring. And then meanwhile, she's signaling for me to go past. So I sneak up the stairs and go into her bedroom. So we have sex. And uh, then I wake up in the morning and I'm completely naked and all my clothes are gone and she's gone. And I'm like, oh, well, I don't know where I am. I'm in this house. So yeah. I sneak over the door and I open the door and her dad works from home. I see him walking down the hallway. So I shut the door. I'm like. Holy fuck. Oh my God. So I go back into the bed and I'm now, looking at the are you, are you thinking about like hiding in a cupboard or something yeah, like an yeah. American team movie? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and so I'm hiding there and well, I get back into the bed and I pull the covers over me. It's like, well, maybe if I just like flat under the covers, no one will see me. He wasn't coming up to the room, but he no. was in the house. So I didn't want to make any noise. So about an hour goes by and then she comes home with like, you know, she's got like herself a smoothie or something. And, um... <laughs> She sits down and she's chatting to me like, you know, nothing's unusual. And I'm sitting there with the sheets put out around my neck saying, hey, you know, well, maybe I should get my stuff and go. And she's like, yeah, yeah, in a minute. And then like the front doorbell goes. She's like, hang on one second. She goes downstairs and she comes back up with two friends. And the two friends sit down. They all start chatting and stuff amongst each other. Like I'm not there. And I'm sitting there naked. You're in the, in the bed. bed. In the bed with no naked. clothes on. Yeah. Where are your clothes? Well, that's what I get around to asking. I'm like, <laughs> uh, where are my clothes? And she said, oh, I'm just washing them for you. I'm like, Right. Didn't have to do that. I'd much rather have my clothes than be naked. That doesn't seem like a thing that you have to do. Wash someone's clothes. At a one night stand. No, no. I think what she was doing is she wanted to show off to her mates. Because when she brought her friends up, they were all sitting and they all started talking about me. Like, oh yeah, he's cute and blah, 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 blah. Right. So So the best way to keep you there was 
steal my clothes. You know what? That is a great way to get, get a guy to not be able to go, oh, I've got an early meeting. It's or, also, I've got to get out of here. It's also because un- it seems like you're doing them a favour. I'm washing your clothes. It's also unlawful imprisonment. Like, if you'd reversed the genders of that story and you found out there's a teenage girl mm. who had gone home with a guy and then he'd taken her clothes and invited two friends to come around and stare at them, and you'd be like, that's fucked. That's fucked. When a guy tells that story, I just think it would be it's weird. kind of an amusing anecdote. I just think it would be weird that the guy was washing the girl's clothes. <laughs> You're right. That's weird in it the first place. Yes. It would be science fiction. Yeah. He's going, look, I'm just hiding them. I put a little bit of starch because uh, I thought the fabric was a little uh, needed a little stiffening around the neck. So I just <laughs> sorted that out for you. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, what's been happening since we last spoke? Oh, right. Um, oh, yeah, so my balls. Um, anyone who follows me on Twitter would have uh, seen the, the photo I posted of an ultrasound on my scrotum. Mm. Um, now, so hang on. Uh, <laughs> did it look like your scrotum? I didn't see the photo. No, no, no. It wasn't, I didn't post the ultrasound of my scrotum. I post, like I, I had the ultrasound envelope and I posted a, a photo. Oh, right. Saying, so people didn't see, like, your balls? No. They could if they want. It doesn't look like balls. No. It just looks like two plums in a fashion sack. <laughs> what does it look like inside? Because, like, you know when you see an ultrasound of a baby, baby you can yeah. see the little baby inside. Can it you just, see no, the little sperm and stuff like, swimming around? No. It just looks like two kiwi fruit yeah. in that kind of, like, predator vision. Right. <laughs> if the predator was looking in... If the predator was looking for kiwi fruit... <laughs> if, the, <laughs> if, if the predator... Uh, was a little bit peckish. Yeah. And thought, I'll pop down to the grocery. Yeah. Uh, I've had pick, enough of killing commandos. I might, I might pick myself up a mango, some yeah. kiwi fruit, some passion fruit, make myself a little predator fruit salad, mm. uh, just to refresh before I go out on another killing rampage. Uh, that's what it would look like. Yeah. So that's what it looked like. But It'd be good, actually, the predator to take to a to a greengrocer, because like, you find if an avocado was like you know perfectly ripe. Well, he only has heat vision. Yeah, but that'd be good. You'd be able to see through shit, wouldn't you? Like, wouldn't that help you pick no, the fruit, heat vision? No. Because it's... Why not? Why, why would it, the bruising of a fruit doesn't relate to its its temperature? Oh, I reckon that heat vision would be able to... Oh, no, because I only really just outlines it, doesn't it? It all just looks cold. But wouldn't you be blue. able to see, like... It know, actually would look my testicles. There's no heat, so it'd look like blue. It'd be different shades of blue. Yeah, I don't know. Would, would bruises on fruit and stuff have different consistencies? So you'd be able to see... If you ultrasounded fruit... You'd be able to see like where the bruises and stuff are, right? Because they would have different consistency to the rest of the I fruit. I guess. How does, I don't even know how ultrasound works. Me neither. <laughs> yeah. I've got no idea. But I'm assuming it's well, let's magical break it down. and scientific. Ultrasound. So it's the best sound because it's ultrasound. <laughs> yeah, totally. So they put the best music, like, you know, so it's Arcade Fire yeah. and Radiohead. And they play it down full bore. Does sound like an album you would have got in the 80s. <laughs> ultrasound. Ultrasound. 26 <laughs> of the biggest hits of 1985. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that, that, um, I, I look, it just was a pain in my balls. Mm. I, I, like, I, I'm one of those guys who doesn't see doctors. I don't know. My, my mum raised me to be suspicious of, um, people with AQ's medical <laughs> training. Suspicious of modern science. No, she, your she. Your dad was a dentist. I know, but she, but mum's not. She's very much like, you know, natural. She didn't trust you, dad. Natural remedies, all that kind like of going shit. Going off to work in his weird white uniform, <laughs> staring in people's mouths. Maybe because she worked as a, de- well, not a dental nurse, but she worked as his receptionist for a mm. while. So maybe, she, she, I don't know. I don't I don't know why we call her voodoo because she she'll like she won't use disinfectant she'll use pawpaw things like that right you know what i mean because they're natural yeah. anti whatever mm. um so she's into things that don't work like when i get a headache i'm not one of those people who immediately gets an aspirin i'm just like oh well it's a headache and i'll just go through it I, like i don't i don't i don't medicate that often. you know what that is that's your catholic upbringing why you're like well you know i have to feel this guilt i have to feel this pain i have to suffer yeah, you know what? like probably, jesus suffered probably, on the cross there's probably an element of that yeah. like there is a bit of self i don't think jesus would have i think jesus would have happily had an aspirin 
think it's more... As the nails went in and somebody said, hey, Jesus, do you want a Panadol? He would have been like, make it a rough it. I think a lot of my friends are hypochondriacs too. Mm. So I, what do you mean? I, well, I, I noticed that a lot of my friends complain about things all the time, like throat, head, like they talk about headaches and stuff when, and I just, I don't know, I can't, I think we're, we're in a, over, uh, the pharmaceutical industry has a tight grip on like, you know, society and I just don't necessarily believe that I need medication all the time. I knew about 40 episodes in we'd finally get to conspiracies about the medical industry. I don't think a conspiracy, I just think that uh, there's medicines for everything and not all those things you need them for. No, that, I mean, I, I think you're definitely true. Yeah. But having, a lot of the time, but when you go, that, like, on, you see TV ads and stuff like that, and you're like, oh, oh, maybe I do have that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have trouble breathing? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Like, oh, no, I seem to be alive. Exactly. I mean, it's just, I, I have gone to doctors, like, thinking I have something serious, and then it generally turns out to be nothing serious. So I'm kind of, I know that's not going to always be the case, but in my ignorance, I'm like, well, you know what, unless it's actually, my body will tell me if it's something I should really know about. And this wasn't like a severe pain in my balls it was like a light pain like a like what sort of pain like like a slight pressure imagine someone had one of your testicles between their thumb and forefinger mm. and was just gently squeezing not like kind of like foreplay squeezing right so like you know a cupping yeah well no not, not quite not, not that tea nice. bag <laughs> no not quite that nice it was just like just say you know um, you had been making fun of your girlfriend mm. and you know you're laughing and they're calling her names or something like that and she just gently took your nut and said okay Make another wisecrack funny guy. That's what it felt like. Yeah, that, right. That amount of pressure is like something bad will happen. This is not hurting. So not like a kid running up and punching you in the nuts, Australia's funny same video style. No. More like this is a warning. Okay. You know. Like, all right, how about this? It's like a it's an eighties it's an eighties movie and there's a heroine who you think's helpless and then yeah. when a bad guy, you know, tries to do something, she grabs his nuts and he right. goes, Ugh! It's a bit like that. Okay. You know, it's like a warning. So it was, it was a warning pain. It'd be great if uh, umpires did that in football. <laughs> That's your first warning, mate. Oh, now you've been warned. That happens again. Full squirrel grip. So I was only in one nut. Okay. And so I went and did the check. I felt checked for lumps. Couldn't feel any lumps. So I thought it was probably not mm. cancer. You're not meant to look at porn while you're checked for lumps. <laughs> check for lumps about five or six times a day well, for a week. Well, here's the thing. You would have thought an, an ache in my balls would have stopped me from like looking at porn. No. No. <laughs> like, well, I, you might have thought it was just a blockage or something. I have to work it out. Interesting you should say that. So I go to the doctor and uh, the first thing you want the doctor to do is just to reassure you straight away that there's nothing serious. But he wouldn't do that. Like he was, you know, he wasn't going to say, yeah, it's fine. But I'm not sure if he's doing it on purpose, but when he booked me in for the ultrasound, he basically had a feel around, which was kind of strange. I had to drop my pants and he basically cut my balls and mm-hmm. poked around there. And then, Gave it a name? Uh, Stroke the shaft? Didn't do any of that no. kind of stuff. I mean, it's very hard to kind of know if you should small talk in that situation. Like, do, does talking make it more awkward or does not talking make it awkward? Um, did you, were you tempted to joke? Uh, like, were you tempted to do a little bit of like, you know, is it like a magic eight ball, shake them and tell me what my future is or... It's a bit cold in here. Yeah. Air conditioning. No, I don't think I made any kind of, I don't think I made any joke. Yeah. But I did. But I just, you don't have any nuts, do you, mate? But I think I just talked. I don't think I made. You continued to talk. I continued to talk. That would uh, specific reference to it. That would not surprise me because uh, the one time that we ever went to the strippers together, <laughs> you were not allowed to enjoy that because you just wanted to talk to girls about what their life options should be. <laughs> I was more interested in why she was a stripper yeah. than. In the fact that she was a stripper. Mm. Yeah, no, totally. So I can understand that in that circumstance, <laughs> when you were nervous, yeah, that, uh, and because the doctor went a lot further than the stripper did. Yeah. <laughs> the 
did actually. So Maybe I should have tipped him. Where are you? Like, what position are you in? Just standing. Just standing. So right. you drop your pants? Drop your pants. Now, how far do you drop them? I dropped them to the knees. I didn't go all the way down. No. Like, he only needs to get in there. So. And does he go from the front or the back? Front. Nose to dick. So he's down there? Yeah, he crouches down. Right. He crouches down and he uh, he puts his hand... Crouching Dr. Hidden Ball back. <laughs> yeah, well, he was Chinese. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He yeah. crouches down and um, so he puts two fingers... Um, at the bottom side of the testicle in yeah. the sack so like and feels that and it's like any pain there I'm like no and then he gets the thumb and forefinger to the side and it's like there so I guess he's feeling around where all the bits connect to the testicle yeah I guess so and then he starts prodding around my abdomen so he comes up into where the whatever the van's deferens or whatever fucking connects to the, the ball bag uh, and that, so, that one's not in the song. What? Any, you know, the band's different connected to the <laughs> ball bag. The ball bag shoots out the seam. And, like, that fits not in the song. That's in the Kevin Bloody Wilson remix of that song. <laughs> oh, that's more like the Carl Krujanisky uh, yeah. version. Yeah, exactly. Krujanisky? Oh, we've had this. Uh, how do you say Dr. Carl. Dr. Carl. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he felt around there and um, he said, look, it does, like, there's no tumors or growths or anything like that. So that, that's okay. Yeah, but he good. said, but there is, um, you know, there's a lot of things that can go wrong. Uh, and he said the most, potentially the worst thing is that your testicles twist up, in which case blood loss goes to the testicle, you lose that testicle. And he said, so it's very important to get the ultrasound to make sure that they're not twisting. How do you know if they're twi- uh, Do they swap places so they get twisted around? I guess the, the tubes, <laughs> the tubes leading to the balls, yeah. I guess they intertwine. And then like a hose, the blood gets cut off to the testicle to one of them if it get you know, because it gets twisted up and then they have to remove that testicle. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And it happens very quickly. It's very painful apparently. Extremely right. painful and it can happen very quickly. So he said <laughs> Twisted testicles does sound painful. Yeah. Well, I told you about in a previous podcast, Martin Deeper Twister, the yeah. guy in my, in my class. <laughs> that happened to him when he was like eleven years old before his balls even descended. Oh. So Jeez, um, that would have been cruel irony if your balls had been twisted too. And I'd made fun of him. Yeah, and Martin would have been just like, ha, <laughs> thank you, universe. It would have been better if Martin was the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he, I said to him, well, yeah. what, what do you think it is? And he said, well, judging from where the pain what is, he said it's the delivery service, the, the tube that, le- that takes sperm out of your testicles backed up. Mm. And I'm like... Backed up. How good it be? <laughs> I'm like, Doc. A lot of traffic through there, mate. Yeah, and it's like, it's like if you were, uh, you know, ejaculated recently, it's a dude, like so five like, minutes before I came to the fucking surgery. In the car park. In the car park. Um, <laughs> I waited for 40 minutes for this appointment. You've got a lot of National Geographic magazines. <laughs> I'm masturbating right now, look. <laughs> I have my pants down. It's just a natural thing to do. But what he reckons is uh, sometimes the angle of the, the, the tube uh you can get like a traffic jam in the sperm. And when the sperm... Like an accident in the tunnel. Exactly. Right. And so it all builds well, up. Well, if there's so much traffic, there's yeah. an accident in the tunnel. So I basically had a medical version of blue balls. Yeah, right. So they said me to get the ultrasound. Well, that was what he suspected. So the ultrasound, which was really weird, really gay guy, very, um, not, you know, complete professional, but like he had to handle my, not only handle my balls, but put up a lot of gel on my scrotum. And then rub basically like an iron shaped thing on my nutsack for quite some time, for like that 20 minutes. And if you want to know about awkward small talk, it's have someone lather your balls up with gel and then rub an iron on your scrotum. Do you think it's like uh, worse or better to have a gay guy handle your sack in that situation? Because I would have thought 
that in, in some ways it'd be weirder to have like a heterosexual bloke or fiddling a, around with your balls. Whereas like, like or a, a, what's worse, a gay guy, a woman, or a, heteros- a straight woman, gay guy, or a straight guy? I've got to be honest with you, I would go with gay guy. Because they know how it all works. Like, they'd be sensitive in the handling They all have the same training, but aren't you more concerned? Yeah, but they've got some, like, you know, you know what they're doing? At work, they're doing some work, but at home, they're also doing some practice. Yeah, right. Whereas, like, you know, a woman, I would feel, like, weirdly sexual about that, and then it would be awkward. See, I was feeling weirdly sexual about the gay guy, because I'm like, what if I get an erection? Does that mean I'm gay? No. No. I don't know. Who knows? Who cares? I don't care. Like, I mean, I'm I just, I would be impressed that you could get an erection in such unsexy circumstances. <laughs> that would be more what I'd be impressed by. Like, when you've got gel all over your balls and some guy's ironing them. <laughs> That's essentially what it's like, too, because they yeah. have to spread the balls out to get right. a good imagery. So. Was there no wrinkles left in them at the end? Well, did that, you have, like, oh, really man. smooth balls? Just... I did have smooth balls because when yeah. you get up, there is, they've slathered on so much of this uh, gel. Yeah. Like, they basically just, like, you stand up off the chair and they give you, like, a couple of handy towels and you stand there and wipe your balls off like you've just seen a hooker and you don't want any of that hooker stink on you. <laughs> that's when, that's when, like, the awkward banter starts is when you're standing there with a handy towel wiping your own balls down. Um, because, it, because the gel, by its nature, its viscosity, viscous, viscous nature, hmm. um, it, 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 it clings to your body and it gets in there and it's like, it's hard to get rid of. Like it hmm. took four or five handy towels yeah. for me to clear all that gel off my balls. Yeah, your pubic hair would have looked like a teenager's head in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Bart Simpson. <laughs> so, okay, so yeah, the guy irons your balls, yeah. which is the ultrasound. Now, the gay guy who ironed your balls, yeah. uh, was he... Uh, Anglo-Saxon guy? What, what, what was his nationality? I, I think, yeah, like white guy. Right. So was there any difference between the Chinese guy and the white guy? Did you feel any sort of like, you know, were you more well, the, confident with the Chinese the guy? Chinese, the Chinese guy, he he was cracking more jokes. I yeah. don't know if they're intentional. I still don't know. Like when he told me I had to get the ultrasound, he said, um, yeah, yeah, look, I call this place. Maybe they can squeeze you in. Mm. It's always nuts down there. And I was oh, like, he's got material. And I was like, yeah. you, you got to have the balls. And then, this and, one. But no, but then when I brought it up, yeah. I was like, you, you did that on purpose, right? And then I told him what he said. Yeah. And he started laughing. He's like, oh, no, no. It's like, bullshit. Yeah. Put him in a bag. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's, that's nuts down there. Yeah. You can see it's nuts down there. That's, that's yeah. got to be one of his bit of material. But the, the gay guy, the ultrasound guy, mm. he was much, he was, I mean, I guess because I might have had cancer. So he can't be like, oh, look at those two things. Look at kiwi fruits. Like a predator looking at kiwi fruit. Like he was much more kind of, Right, you know, until you're sure that you don't have cancer, you think it's inappropriate to make jokes about jokes. someone's nuts. <laughs> yeah, okay, that that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, look, they got the results back very quickly. They said there was nothing. I mean, there was no nothing suspicious, and they just put me on antibiotics and anti-inflammatories. But having said that, I thought I was all good. I, I should be finishing my course this week, but then it started to hurt again. So I'm not sure. I might have to go back to the doctor and find out if that sperm's still getting shot. I'm doing my best to get shit moving through that tunnel, but uh, yeah. Maybe you've just got one sperm down there who's a really shitty driver. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, one who just keeps causing accidents. It's got an ancient sperm. Yeah, you've got like a really old sperm. <laughs> like, he's driving badly in the right-hand vein. Ah. <laughs> Won't let the other sperms by. Nice. Little sperm in a hat. Well, maybe it's just driving his Volvo. I mean, maybe as you get older, your sperm gets dumber. Like you know, I mean, lazier because that happens, doesn't it? Like, oh, people get lazy. And what that? But that's that isn't isn't that motility? Isn't that the whole point of sperm? Is like, you know, if someone motility. That's the word of the day. 
Uh, but that, that is mean? what it is, isn't it? Like, it's how active your sperm are. So when you're young... Like, so motility specifically relates to how to, active your sperm is. Yeah, I believe so. Well, they, they say the motility of your sperm. That's what they measure when you go for one of those, like, can you have a baby test, right? Okay, right. So... How do you know that? When have you had your sperm tested? I have not had my sperm tested. But you just know that. I've never had anything done and with my do sperm. Know? It's just such a specific reference. I'm just amazed that you would... For someone who doesn't want to have babies, like yeah. it's amazing that that thing would stick in your head about the motility of your sperm. Oh no, when you don't want to have babies, you'd I'd be like am- to s- when you don't want to have babies, you'd be amazed <laughs> at how much you know about uh, how people get how pregnant. people get pregnant. Yeah, like that is actually your number one. Like you know, it's like not wanting to get, get killed. It's no good. Like, not examining how people get killed. Yeah, that's right. Like, you know, and, and that's, like, what I'm like with babies. Yeah. I don't want to have one, <laughs> uh, so I want to rule out any situation. Yeah. I've gone through all those myths. Can people get pregnant off toilet seats? Can they, you know, how, the how long does the sperm live outside my body? I need to know all these things. And the answer is no? No, you can't. You can't, can't, bring, can't get pregnant off a, a toilet seat? No, I don't think so. There must be a case where it happened, though. I'm sure, like, there must be, like, in one out of one billion people, like, maybe it's possible. Well, I guess so. I mean, I guess... Depending just... how motile that sperm is. Yeah. <laughs> is, maybe, that, is that the correct... Maybe term? you had, like, a Bear grill sperm <laughs> who's just, like, a total survivor. Like, the rest of it got flushed down the toilet and these little Bear grill sperms, like, climbed up the bowl, clung <laughs> onto the underneath, seen an opening, jumped in. It's a nice warm cave. Ate some of your shit yeah. to survive. <laughs> Sperm grills. <laughs> um, yeah, so they, they measure it. And as you get older, your motility goes down, just as with women. Although, I guess for, like, because men can have babies until, you know, obviously a lot later than women can have babies. So yeah. I guess, you know, this. Well, this I think that's what's happening. Is. I think I'm getting older and the, my sperm is getting less uh, motility. I'd like to see motility used in a porno. Like, you know, when they always do the money shot and they go, like, oh, you know, like, oh, my cum. It's like, oh, look at my cum. It's really mukta. <laughs> All over your stupid face, yeah. <laughs> I um, uh, would you consider saving some of it then? Like you know, putting in, ca- in a jar, yeah. In case you want, yeah. Well, I'm not just putting it in a jar. Like, I you mean, can't, to you can't just put, put it, it. You can't just put it in the fridge. Mate. <laughs> you can't just get some Tupperware. Like, put thing. a label on it. Charlie's sperm. Don't eat. Um, I guess so. Look, I mean. I think when it comes to having kids, I haven't even decided if I'm going to have kids. But that's what I mean. But, like, but what if now, like your sperm... I, I'm not so vain that I have to, if I have kids, that they have to be my kids. I'd, right. I'd adopt. Yeah. Or, or 17-year-old Asian girl. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm not too... Yeah. I mean, maybe, look, ask me when I actually have a kid, you know, if 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 how I feel about it. But at the moment, I, it's just, it doesn't... It's not my radar. I don't yeah, but this, is, but this is my point. What if, like, you know... I don't think ahead what if you my know, point. What if your balls are going off? Yeah. What if it's time? Like, and you know, you've got a couple of good years left in you. Maybe you need to put some in a jar and put them away just in case in the future you need to have a That's good. I mean, look, it's good advice. Uh, I just, I am uh, really lazy. uh, Too lazy to masturbate. (laughs) Like, you're happy to do it at home several times a day to avoid doing your work. I think I would like uh, to do, I'd I'd like to do that, you know, sperm, you know, when you go to the sperm bank or you're doing your IVF or whatever. You think you would or you wouldn't? I'd like that. I think that would turn me on. An appointment to go and masturbate with other people's pornography? Yeah. I think that's kind of hot, isn't it? It's legal. Yeah. You're doing something nice. Yeah, yeah. That's not judgment. Exactly. People love that shit. Yeah. They actually say to you, here is a jar, go into the other room, we've provided some <laughs> pornography for you, have a crack. Yeah. Everyone knows what you do and they're all happy about it. Yeah, I'm definitely down with that, I think. 
Maybe I can. Can I just do it anyway? Like, even if I have just no purpose. <laughs> if they've got like, I'm so sick of masturbating at home. If they have a gap in their appointments, yeah. I mean, the room is set up for it. What's yeah. wrong with me going and saying, "Hey guys, I'm just going to fucking go in, use your pornography, I'll be out in five minutes." Maybe we could do the podcast there. That's a great idea. We could block off an hour away. <laughs> Go in and record Topop at a sperm bank. Well, they, I, I, they don't let you go to a gym and work out, though, just, you know, on your own. So, like, why would they let you go into a sperm bank and jack off? Well, you'd have to get a day pass. <laughs> you'd probably have to sign up to something that was really hard to get out of, even though you weren't going back to the sperm bank. They'd still be deducting money from your yeah. credit card. It'd be a six-month at least membership. Yeah. Uh, uh, can I ask you this, though? Because I often thought about um, being a sperm donor when I was... Younger, because um, <laughs> I had so much around. I was just like, I've got all this sperm. All these socks. Why are we wasting this sperm? <laughs> it's everywhere. Surely we could harness this for the good of humanity. Hayfield's number one export becomes Anderson's sperm. <laughs> well, I, you know what? Um, I went to school with a couple of guys. Uh, I went to school with a guy who who is now the bull spoof guy. He is the what? What the bull spoof guy? What's he's uh, in charge of artificial insemination, oh, right, right, right. AI, and he uh, his career, he's made his fortune in bull spoof. Yeah. Yeah, so he just goes around, like he... Jacking off bulls. Jacking off bulls, putting it in a jar, and then squirting <laughs> it in cows, and how that's did, how he's made his fortune. How does that process work? I mean... Just as I described yeah, it. Yeah, no, but how do you turn on... I mean, animals like... Animals like human beings where... Like, you know, it's, it's related to the mind, where if you... I mean, you can just not psychologically be ready to get an erection. Yeah. But if you walk up to any animal and start rubbing its dick, does it get an erection? Can you make it come? Or does it have to be like, you have to sweet talk it? <laughs> bit of foreplay. You know. Oh, that's amazing. Like a bull, sometimes they'll just be sitting on a tram and it's rattling the right way. <laughs> yeah. And then suddenly it's like, oh, I can't get up. This is awkward. Uh, I don't know how you masturbate an animal, Charlie. <laughs> and even if I did, right now I'd be pretending well, that I But did. his career like depends on the fact that he... He knows. ...is really good at turning on bulls. Yeah. I mean, I'm just wondering, uh, like, animals, is it all just an instinctive thing? I imagine there's some sort of, uh, like, mechanical suction device. If there's not, there should be. Yeah, right, so it's not by hand. I don't think you hand (laughs) masturbate bulls. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Well, you don't hand milk cows anymore. They are on milking machines, yeah, so I assume the same would be the same with... Like, surely if, you'd, if you're not oh, willing you know to milk what? a cow by hand, you're not going to masturbate Actually, a bull I, by I, hand. I think I know. I think they don't do that at Pamplona no, before th- the running of the bulls. I don't think it's a pump. I think what it is, I think I've, I've read about this, I think it's like a rubber vagina. Oh, really? Yeah. And they pump the rubber vagina or something like, like that. Like a flashlight. Yeah, like a flashlight. <laughs> I think that's right. I'm not sure. But, it, yeah, that's weird. I mean, not weird. Good on him. <laughs> no, but that's, I mean, that's a job. It, it is, is a job. It, it is a job, that's yeah. for sure. And that's a job that, you know. Do you think when you're meeting someone for the first time, how often do you reckon he's stuck out his hand to shake someone's hand and he's told them what they do and they pull their hand back? He goes, there's a machine. <laughs> it, it is a machine. I'm actually going to Google right now because I feel bad being a farmer's son. If I, if I Google how do you get semen from a bull, is that going to bring up something? You're going to go on the blacklist. ASIO blacklist. Can you keep talking while I do this? How do you yeah, get sure. semen from a bull? What do you want me to talk about? You know what I, I, I didn't realise until like... Last year. Did you know that ponies aren't baby horses? Yes. I didn't know that. I didn't realise ponies were actually a breed of animal. I thought pony meant baby horse. Because people affectionately refer to their horse as my pony. Yeah. 
That so that's fair enough, lot. right? Like sometimes, people, yeah, I'm not an idiot. For sometimes not people call their MP3 player an iPod, even when it's not an MP3, like when it's not actually an iPod. Yeah, right. Or like you know, a Walkman. Everyone would call like whatever that cassette player yeah, yeah. who it was. They would call it a Walkman, even yeah. if it yeah. wasn't actually a Walkman. Yeah. Like, and even when I look things up on search engines and I Google, I still call it Google. Google it. Yeah. Okay. How, this is how you collect bull salmon. Okay. Um, Open your mouth very <laughs> wide. <laughs> I do like it's called how to. <clears throat> How to collect bull semen, which sounds like, you know, hey, um, uh, you know that uh, Charlie collects Lego? Oh, fantastic. And what do you collect? Stamps and bull semen. Yeah. Do you want to yeah. see my album? Yeah. <laughs> All the pages are stuck together. <laughs> it's amazing that any calves born today are the product of live breedings, Charlie, as there are so many advantages to using artificial insemination. See, that sounds cool, artificial insemination. It sounds very futuristic. Yeah. Uh, AI breedings aren't limited by geography, so the potential for genetic diversity is increased. So you can get overseas bull spoof. Okay, right. You know, if you want is, like an Angus bull or yeah, some shit like that. Exactly. You don't have to have some local inbreeding bull <laughs> who's like been banging all the cows in the local yeah. district. You can have some... Fancy pants. Yeah. Sean Connery style bull. Yeah, exactly. What happens on tour stays on tour bull. <laughs> uh, also, a bull owner can collect enough semen from one ejaculate to service... How many cows do you think in one ejaculate? I thought they were going to use uh, another unit of measurement where it's mm. like, uh, you know, one ejaculate from a bull can service 12 milkshakes. <laughs> like, like when they do on grand final day where they're like, if all the hot dogs eat yes. on grand final day were laid together, it'll be seven and a half kilometers. Stretch the moon and back. Yep. All right. All right. So uh, how, how, many, much, how many cows? See, how many cows can one bull spoof? Well, uh, service, do you reckon? But like one human spoof could service a number of women, theoretically. There's millions of sperm, so... I'd say... 20. All right, hundreds. It's Fuck. Like hundreds. Well, that's of course, I knew that. <laughs> okay, so a bull just has to come one time and then Mr. Fucking... This is why my mate is getting so rich on fucking bull spoof. Like he's jerking off one cow, one bull and servicing hundreds of cows. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, making it highly profitable. Yes, uh, follow these steps to learn how to collect yes. semen okay. for artificial insemination. All right. All right, beautiful. Step one. Instruction. One. Okay, step one, don't tell your friends. <laughs> don't bookmark this website. <laughs> uh, watch experienced handlers collect semen many times before you try it on your own. Yeah, right. That sounds like a bit of a Canary Bulldogs kind of uh, bonding session. <laughs> that is a weird job to have work experience on, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Watching experienced handlers collect semen. Notice how the collector steps carefully around the bull to avoid injury. Yeah, so... Okay, not... so you obviously have to get pretty close. Yeah, the bull. They, they don't want to... Well, fuck it. You're gonna touch you don't have to, like, bulls. massage their prostate or something at the same time. junk. You don't want to, like, you know, they could gore you for that. I guess you don't want to clean up the semen with a red rag either. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna be all right. Two. Ask your veterinarian for collection kit suppliers. Okay, there we go. Buy several kits uh, so that you have have them on hand for shipping fresh semen. These should include extenders and shipping equipment. Okay, that makes no sense to me. Ah, here we go. This is what we wanted to know. Three. Make sure the artificial vagina. I knew it. Is clean. And that the collection bag is securely attached. What if the bull likes a dirty? <laughs> what if he's into dirty sex? He wants a dirty vagina. <laughs> the collection bag. You would want the collection bag to be securely attached. That is that's so a artif- beginner's mistake. So artificial vagina. Yeah. Uh, does that does that have any photos or anything? Well, we'll get to that. Okay. Um, fill the artificial vagina with warm water and lubricate it. So it's, you know what it is. It's a bit like our friend who put the bed together. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he read this. Maybe he's got a farming background. 
four, allow the bull to mount the teaser cow. Oh, this is elaborate. This is elaborate. <laughs> so, Maybe it would just be easier to just wank them off. <laughs> your helper should... St- oh, it's a two-person job, Charlie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, your helper should stay near the front of the animals while you gently direct the bull's penis away from the cow <laughs> and into the artificial vagina. Right. So, okay, so they've got a fluffer. Yeah, yeah. So what's it, what's it called? The pretend cow? What's the name for it? A teaser cow. So the teaser cow gets the ho- the, the bull or randy. Yeah, that's your porn fluffer. And then as it goes in and to penetrate, yeah. you gently guide its penis <laughs> into the fake vagina. Fucking, that yeah. sounds like a risky job. Right. If the running the bulls was the, the sperming of the bulls, yeah. I think you'd see more people getting gored. Exactly. Okay, take care not to injure the bull or he may refuse to mate in the future. Ah. Oh, there you go. That's why you have to be an experienced handler. A bull never forgets. Five, tip the artificial vagina gently so the end with the collection bag is pointing down. When the bull is ejaculated, carefully remove the artificial vagina and allow him to dismount. (laughs) Give him a cigarette. (laughs) (laughs) Oh! Oh, uh, here we go. Uh, time of shipping of fresh semen in proper cooling containers. Uh, so the samples arrive within four days. Right. So if it's fresh, you have to get there in four days. Okay. Uh, frozen semen can be stored for years. Ah, I see. So I could just jack off into a cup right now. Yeah, and then just put it in the freezer and yeah. that'll be fine. Uh, tips and warnings. <laughs> Wear steel-toed boots. <laughs> okay, that's, that's pretty Do not handy. drink semen. That's pretty handy. Although it looks right? like a milkshake, do not mm. ingest. Uh, uses for bull sperm. That's what we want to say. Um, Moisturizer. <laughs> bull semen has many applications and is widely used throughout the world. Some people use it because it's rich in protein, while others use it to create more livestock. Wow. Well, hang on. Hang on. Go back to the, it's rich in protein. Well, yeah, what does that mean? Like, I'm sure, I would have thought like, that everyone uses it for, to create more livestock. I was going to say, the only thing would... Oh, there people going, for... I'm not having one of those protein drinks from... <laughs> Is that what's in Boost Juice? Yes. Is there a bull semen in Boost Juice? Yeah, protein-based. It's definitely derived from bull semen. Oh, Charlie. It's not just for making other cows, it turns out. <clears throat> Getting a bit emotional. <laughs> the semen is frozen and stored until purchase. It should be noted that taurine, an ingredient in energy drinks such as Red Bull, sucks shit. <laughs> will drinks Red Bull like you wouldn't believe. Like he will go through a six pack in a day. It serves you right. I told you that stuff was going to hurt you. You've been chugging down bull semen. You know, I'm not offended by this because I haven't completed the sentence. Uh... It should be noted that taurine, an ingredient in any drink such as Red Bull, does not contain bull semen. Ah, although it can be found in the animal's liver. Okay, here are other uses for bull sperm. Why did that such a weird little... Uh, because apparently no, people think that bull sperm is in Yeah, Red I was going to say, uh, why, but how, why did people think that Red Bull contained bull sperm? I don't know, but people thought it enough that they had to say that it didn't. I know, that's so strange. Are you suspecting that they actually it does? Well, oh, it's just a, a bit weird. This yeah, I mean, why, why they... Why did you even bring that up? Yeah, I think you protest too much. Uh, all right. Using bull sperm as a hair product no. has become very popular in London. This <laughs> is... London. Is this Wikipedia? <laughs> this has been <laughs> hacked. This is bullshit. No, this is true. This is a very official site. So what? You go in and you spend your 200 pounds and you get like a blow wave and a sperm dude. Yeah, bull sperm. And it'd be like... It'd be hipsters. It'd be like, you know, Oasis would have had fucking bull sperm all over their head. <laughs> 
Using bull sperm as a hair product has become very popular in London. Bull sperm has protein in it, which is great for dry, damaged hair. The treatment, also available in the US, takes 45 minutes and costs between $90 and $138. And make sure you wear steel cap boots, because they do it fresh <laughs> onto your head. Imagine that. <laughs> if they go, well, you're here for the bull uh, semen treatment? And they go, bring in Betsy. Uh, bring in Betsy <laughs> and the apprentice. <laughs> Harry's, a salon in Knightsbridge, London, uses Aberdeen Angus bulls from a farm in Cheshire. The sperm is combined with a protein-rich Katera plant. The product is massaged into the hair after shampooing. Really? Surely you'd make your hair a bit like something about Mary, wouldn't it? Yeah. I don't understand. So hang on. The, 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 what, they're taking frozen sperm, so these shops will have... I mean, is it fresh or is it frozen or is it put into a product first? Uh, is it combined with something else? It doesn't now? say that. Well, it's combined with this uh, protein-rich Katera plant. So it's oh, some okay. sort of so it'll smell like cream when you get it. I assume, yeah. It's like, not you know, like it looks they like put some aloe vera in or something so it smells... So you just have... So it doesn't go... Did you get smell my... like... Spoof. As far as I know, most the, uh, girls will do everything to avoid cum getting in their hair. Mm. I think it's bizarre that now there's women who are paying to have bull cum put in their mm. hair. Apparently. Uh, okay, so the second thing you can use uh, bull semen for is breeding. That seems uh, weird. Oh, yeah, right. That's the second thing. What a waste. Weirdos. <laughs> and then the third thing is anti-aging cosmetic. Well, now we're talking. Bull semen is one of the ingredients added to a anti-aging cosmetics. Just like the hair treatment, it's mixed with the Katera plant. This makes it very protein-rich, which is a desirable ingredient in anti-aging cosmetics. Croatia and Japan also market products that contain bull semen. So if you go for like some cream on your face to keep you young, it could be bull spoof. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So there you go. So that's so all those people have been doing those bakaki videos. <laughs> oh, they look young. Years. They look so young, those those people. Still. <laughs> I mean, seriously, they'll be 80. People are going, have you had work done? No, I did a lot of gangbangs. <laughs> a lot of gangbangs when I was younger. I look very fresh-faced. Well, no, I think the whole point of bakaki is it's there's no actual sex. It's all just about the ejaculation onto the face. Like... That, I don't think Bukaki has... I think it's purely about just that end product. Right, so it's not yeah. even just like a... Jack, no, like, the girls who are in Bukaki videos yeah. are just like there to have cum put on their faces. Lots and lots of cum. Really? Yeah, it's a weird fetish. That is weird. I don't get that one. Me neither. That kind of grosses me out. Yeah, me too. <laughs> like, I'm totally gross. The, to the point where I've never even watched it. To know, no, no, no. But you, but you know of it. I, yeah, I was familiar with what it was. Well, no, I clearly wasn't. <laughs> because I thought there was sex before... Like, I, I was familiar with what the end point was. Actually, having said that, I don't but know. But I, I don't know if I'd ever actually you know what? watched I've never, any I've of never it seen, well, I've never seen one either, but no. I'm assuming that there's no sex, because whenever I see it, generally the girls have their clothes on. Right. They have their clothes on? Yeah. Really? Not all the time, but a lot of the time the girls have got... Because it's all about just the coming part. Yeah, right. Because otherwise, if you're going to do like a 90-minute video of Bukaki, the Bukaki fans don't want to see, you know, 80 minutes of sex and 10 minutes of Bukaki. They want 90 minutes of Bukaki. So why would you show fucking? You just have the bukkake. How many times can we say bukkake in one sentence? You've said it enough times that I no longer have any meaning for that word. <laughs> bukkake. 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 It sounds, it's a good word. Mm. It's a shame what it means what it does because mm. I'd like to name like a child bukkake. Mm. <laughs> can you imagine that? Or some bukkake pants. Bukkake Clawson. Bukkake Clawson. <laughs> bukkake Anderson. <laughs> That's probably the worst name you can give a kid, isn't it? Bukkake. Oh, oh, it's very exotic. It's Japanese. Yeah. What do you call it? Bukaki. Yeah. 
Like, if you spelt some other way, yeah. like you'd pronounce it Bukake. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody would be like, yeah, we call our kid Bukake. And they're like, it's Bukake. <laughs> you have named your child after Asian men masturbating on somebody's face. <laughs> no, no, it's Bukake. No, it's Bukake. It means uh, the, good, the good earth. Yeah, the good... <laughs> Bukake. Well, there you go. Yeah, so I've got a friend who's... Um, uh, Made his career. How many guys that you went to school with got into farming uh, when you've been high school? Most. Oh, lots of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my brother's a farmer. Yeah. As you know, um, my brother took over the family farm, and uh, yeah, there's a lot of my mates uh, who either went into farming or went into like that ag-related business. Were you ever? Was it ever? A... Dear God, no, no, no. But how hard is that for you to break out of? Like, if that's what everyone's doing, it's a family business. Like, how hard is that to kind of go? You know what? I'm not going to do that. It's really fucking hard being a farmer. I, um, yeah, I know, but it would, must have been hard to say, I don't want to do it mm, as well. Not as hard as actually doing it. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> that's, that's the lesson. Well, that makes it easier. Yeah, yeah. that actually makes it easier. Yeah. When It is hard to tell your family that you don't want to do the thing that they have done for generations. However, when telling them is not quite as hard as actually doing it... <laughs> It, it is easier. Mate, it it does make it a little bit easier. People always say to me, because, you know, doing comedy, everyone always, like, because the number one fear of people, and it's been documented before, is speaking in public, yeah. even more so than death. Yeah. Um, and so you often have people say to, you know, your job is so hard, or I would find your job so yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah. And I always say to them, my dad is a farmer. Yeah. His job's fucking hard. Yeah. I tell dick jokes for yeah. fucking 70 minutes a night. The hardest job in showbiz, I mean, it, it, the worst job in showbiz is still 10 times better than the worst job in real life. Yeah, totally. Like, yeah. It's, like, it's, it's showbiz, it's fun, it's easy. It, it, most of the time you get looked after. Yeah, there's fucking highs and lows and ups and downs or whatever. But yeah. like I used to fucking get up at four o'clock in the morning to like put machines on a cow and have it shit on me in the cold. And then like my dad will work his ass off all year and then it won't rain for fucking two years yeah. and then it'll just rain consistently for two years. Yeah. And either way you're fucked. It has nothing to do with you. Imagine if I had to go to comedy gigs and it just randomly, it would just rain right through my gig. Like, for the whole fucking gig, it would rain. And and that I, and I just had to wear that. I couldn't get that covered. I couldn't, like, ask for, like, my money back. I couldn't, no. So what that happens, though, when there is stuff like droughts and floods and stuff? Is it insurance or anything? Or no, you just... No, not really. You can't, like, I mean, not against natural, you know, disasters it's, and stuff like that. Yeah, you just got to suck it up. Yeah. And the government, they try and bail out a little bit? They try a little bit, but... It's Pittance. Yeah, it's pittance. Like farmers in this country have been, we used to have an amazing agricultural industry in Australia and still have some of the best quality produce in the world. But the problem is that we live in a free market now. Yeah. And the problem with that is that people overseas can do stuff cheaper. Yeah. Well, it's the same with every industry. It's not just agriculture. Yeah, I mean, but that's exactly right. But, you know, sometimes I kind of think that we've tried to compete on price point, whereas we should have tried to compete on quality. Yeah, yeah. So instead of saying we can make the stuff as cheap as anyone else, we should be saying our stuff is of a better quality. So where are we importing from that's cheaper? Um, uh, New Zealand. Uh, I know some of the Asian countries now, I think they're, they're allowed to get like, you know, things like butter and stuff. And even when you go to the supermarket and stuff, you see a lot of, um, uh, like, you know, I, I guess places like, you know, Scandinavian countries and stuff do a lot of like really? cheese and butter and milk and shit yeah, like right. that. Yeah, I never really thought about it. I yeah. guess, I don't, really buy and any dairy I buy is milk and cheese and the cheese is always Tasmanian because I don't know somewhere along the line someone told me it was really good cheese and so (laughs) I'm not going to because I'm I'm the same with wine as well 
I know I don't know shit about wine, but I know mm. that South of the Barossa Valley and Margaret mm. River. <laughs> so when I'm looking at wine, I'm like, oh, it's West Australian. It must be good. Or it's South Australian, but I don't actually know. I mean, someone has just told me that. Could be wrong. Is that right? Yeah, no, look, I mean, they, they both have great reputations. Are you a wine connoisseur? No. No. No, not in any way. I drink a lot of wine and I don't, um, I, I don't know anything about wine. Do you know? It like, feels like a really expensive habit to have. Can you, like, with red wine, for instance, if I laid it out like a, a, a Merlot, mm. a Cab Sav, and a Pinot, would you be able to tell the difference? What's what? Yeah, I think I would oh, be able to. Of those three, I would. Yeah, right. yeah. Okay. I mean, because the Pinot is, like, lighter. Yeah. So I think the consistency, like, it's got a much lighter consistency, so I, I think I'd be able to recognise that. And the Merlot is, like, a quite a heavy sort of wine. The Cab Sav is a bit in the middle, so I think... So it's, I all, think it's those, all based on consistency, with you, the, the texture and the consistency of the actual wine. The yeah, I would certainly not be able to say... I'm not one of those people who can sip it and go... It's a 19... Ooh, uh, yeah, yeah no, no, no way. Yeah. I could go, that's red wine. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's funny, like, when you go to a pub and you ask for the house red or the house white, like, I'm always, like, is the house red and the house white, is that, like, house white is always Sav Blanc and house red's always, you know, I don't know. No, no, they will have, like, I mean, it's whatever they want. It could be a Pinot or it could be a so you're Cab just, Sav, yeah, so you're just... it will be, like, pretty, st- like, normally it's probably, like, a Cab Sav and it's normally, like, Chardonnay. a Chardonnay or something like that because they're just kind of the standard wines that people would drink but, yeah. but you know different. I places. always feel bad asking for a house red or a house white because I feel like I should know more about the wine but it's so much easier for me because then I get I get confused over what's what like Sav Blanc is white is that right? Oh, uh, so yes, yeah, that's right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and Cab Sav, yeah. that's where it gets confused I mean, I have been Cab Sav is a red wine. I've been at restaurants and ordered like thinking I'm wanting a red wine and a white wine comes up and then I have to like either drink it or or, you know, very yeah, I, well, I, humiliated. Amy and I drink like a lot of wine. And if we go to a restaurant or whatever, we will quite often, like, tell them vaguely what we want and what sort of price we're going to pay yeah. and Let get them, them to choose it. a wine. And more often than not, you get a great bottle of wine. Yeah. Like, I think that's kind of the way we normally choose wine. Rather than pretending like you're an expert, yeah. they just give you a wine list and then you start going, yep. Yeah, I all seem to be wine. I think some people, I think wine connoisseurs, wine and cheese connoisseurs, they really enjoyed that process of, you know, like yeah. swishing it around and smelling it and all that kind of stuff. Well, we, we're not to the Hunter Valley where they do all the like, I you know, I've the, never done that, never done a wine test. Yeah, they're awesome right. because they tell you how to do it. Right. So you get right. up there and you get to taste everything and they tell you what you should be looking for and how you're meant to taste it and, and you get blind <laughs> and then you drive from the other. <laughs> Seems like a great system. So no, but that's that's brilliant. So like, that's so when you do the wine uh, winery tours, they yeah. actually give you like a crash course in this is what you should be looking for. Very much so. Ah, yeah, that makes more sense. And they'll, they'll show you like how you've got to like hold the glass and what like because a lot of that you know when you're shaking the glass, some of it's about you know letting the wine breathe, but some of it's about you meant to see the consistency uh, going up the sun. Who would have thought that in this one podcast we talk about bull semen <laughs> and, then and fine wine connoisseurs of red wine? I imagine that the, the people who looking at bull semen perhaps also put it in a glass they shake it around oh it's got a great aroma slightly woody i think this uh i think this uh cow this bull might have been uh eating fresh grass not uh lucerne definitely maybe in the victorian region was he down there somewhere oh the consistency is fabulous uh the semen doesn't seem to be separating in any way it's got good legs Uh, perfect for either fish or chicken i'd say (laughs) Perfect for hair. Yeah. 
Um, so no, uh, yeah, so they give you a bit of advice about what you should be looking for. And sometimes it's about the consistency or the way that the wine clings to the glasses and stuff like that. But I'm not, I just like it to taste nice yeah. and get me drunk. So when you go out and buy wine as a gift for someone, you know, like, yeah. especially when you're running late to a party, always a good gift. Yeah. Do you, like, will you just buy something or you ask the bottle shop guy? Oh, no, I normally ask the bottle shop guy. Right. I kind of figured that... So you'll say, hey, I've got like 50 bucks yeah. to spend. That's, it, that's exactly what I do. Because yeah. I just figure that these people are the experts. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess so. And like, you know what? Like, there is some people who are just suspicious of people who work in shops. Like, you know, there's sometimes people are always just like... They're trying to sell me yeah. or rip me off. Or, these people yeah. who work in this place where they sell things are trying to sell me something. Yeah, yeah. But they're the experts. Yeah. They work there all the time. And in most cases, yes, you'll try to... You'll get someone dodgy. Yeah. But in most cases, you know, if you, someone recommends a nice bottle of wine to you and it gets a good response, you will go back to that place and yeah, yeah. buy a bottle of wine. Definitely. So it makes sense that they will... They it's give not you like good a, service. Ha, 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 ha. He's yeah. asked me for advice. I'm going to give him a bottle of poison. <laughs> And it's not like McDonald's where they're getting paid, you know, eight bucks an hour and then out of yeah. sheer boredom they just want to fuck just the customers. Sp- yeah, they want to spit in your burger. Spit in your wine. Yeah, put some bull sperm in your wine or something like that. This, um, I was in Byron on the weekend and uh, I was walking down the street and this dude was out flying for his band. And I was in like, because we were up there for a shoot and I was in a real headspace where I was not, you know, I was just busy. And he gave me this flyer and I just, I brushed him. I said, sorry, mate, don't have time. I kept walking. And then I was like, what would it have hurt? <laughs> To take a flyer. Even if I had no intention, I don't know why I did that. It was one of those weird kind of things where, I don't know, like I felt like sticking my hand out for that half a second and taking a piece of paper was just going to slam me down so much. Mate, I felt so fucking bad afterwards. When you're in Edinburgh, because that's like my whole, du- like you're trying to get people to come and see your show, and I would spend six to eight hours a day flying, and you have never felt more rejection in your life. <laughs> Then when someone won't even take a, piece, take of a piece of paper from you. Yeah. Like you want to go, hey, at home, people pay. <laughs> but you know what it is? It's like the bottle shop thing where you're saying people are suspicious. Mm. If someone approaches you on the street, you're like, they're going to want me to sign up a gym membership or a World Vision or whatever. I don't have time. So I just, it was an instinctive thing. I saw a guy approach me with his, like handing something to me yeah. and I was like, this is going to slow me down. I don't have time to. And there was a flyer. But... Could have taken the dude's fly. I, mean, I don't he, want your information. He was wearing a Rastafarian beanie. Like, come on. The guy's harmless. I yeah. felt so fucking bad. I used to have to lie in Edinburgh. I would actually, like, come up with some sort of late repartee. <laughs> that you had cancer or No, something. I'd just say things like, um, it's, the fly is made with really dodgy chemicals. If you lick it, you might get high. Yeah, right. Like, you know, come to the show, sleep with your favourite cast member. I just would say anything to get them to take a fucking flyer. Because yeah. that felt like an achievement. And then, this is the best bit. You wanted to be at a place where there was a corner yeah. really close to you when you're handing out flyers. Why? Well, because otherwise, here's what happens. You hand someone a flyer and they look at the flyer and you see them dump it walk the and dump it in a bin. <laughs> you want them to go around the Animation, corner. Because yeah. even if they dump it in a bin around the corner, that's fine. But in front of your face? Yeah. No. We when, um, were flying up on the, at the airport going up to Byron. We were going past the wine testers at the airport. And the guy was like, hey, do you want to try some wine? And I, we were like running late for the flight. And I was like, yep. And I went and shot the glass down and, and put it down. The guy started doing his spiel. And I said, yeah. be 100% honest with you. I just wanted some wine. Thanks a lot. And I kept walking. But Gemma was like, no, no, no. We're going to hear his spiel. You can't just drink his wine. And then she took a flyer and this kind of stuff. And it's like, now, was I in the wrong? Like, he was offering me a glass of wine. There was no contract that I had to stay and listen to what he had to say. No, he you're fine. The wine. You're totally I can, fine. I can walk. And you're at an airport. 
Yeah. That's the thing about those things is I think you have a perfect excuse. You are running late for a plane. Yeah. It's like those credit card sellers, you know, yeah, yeah, at yeah. the airport. Like, I, sometimes we'll just go by them and they'll start yelling at you. I'm like, mate, I'm in an airport. Yeah. Like, the reason... like I'm If not, I miss this flight, I lose money. I didn't go, you know what would be great? Um, getting to the airport hours early <laughs> so I could discuss my credit. That's what I want. But one day, I had them not offer me as I went by. I wanted to go back and go, mate, I've got money. I spend it recklessly. I can I can put things on credit. I felt I actually felt slighted by that fact. I was like, you son of a bitch. He's got no idea what you're talking I've got about. 15 credit cards, mate. You just start pulling out your cards, showing him. Look at this. I don't even know what this one does. I don't know what the pin is on this one. All right, let's wind it up. Right. Um, so uh, check out the website, tofop.com. Hopefully, it's going to be no about. issues. There is suspicion mm. that the guys the from Walking the Room had something to do with our site going They've taken down. our site down because they've got a fucking good new site they now. They've got a good new site. It fucking shits me. And it does. It does suck that their sites, because we're better at them than most things. Yeah. But Like what? Well, you know, like, we're better looking. Okay. Is that it? And That's good. That's handy in the world of podcasting. <laughs> And we're, uh, we know more about Australian politics and history. Right. We know more about sport, yeah. Australian sport. Okay. Um, what else would be better at? Not much. I reckon I could do more push-ups than both of them. Right. I just sent them a lot of chocolate. Did you? Yeah. Tim Tams? I sent them some Tim Tams. Fuck, man. This is part of the reason. They're claiming ownership of taking our website down and what they want is Tim Tams. You are just giving them what they want. Exactly. I'm appeasing them. I'm getting our website back. Then what's to stop them taking our website down anytime they want? Oh, good on you, America. <laughs> good on you, Mister. I've got to go in and no, let's just be friends with them. What up? We we, we we that's not a friendship. They're no. trying to subjugate us. Ah, mate, what does it cost me to get a few fucking Tim Tams and send them over? You don't I, send me Tim Tams. I've no. not done you for years. I'm getting them fat, Charlie. Don't worry about it. I'm just <laughs> keeping us better looking. <laughs> I sent them a lot of Tim Tams and I sent them some Hague's chocolate from uh, South Australia, and which some, is fucking quality chocolate. You should send them some bull sperm as well. Put this in your hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a revolutionary trip. I will ring my mate, who I grew up with, and see if uh, we can get some free bull spoof. And we will send it over to the guys from walking in the room. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that'll stop their fucking bullshit taking down our website. Yeah. And you should check out their podcast. Apart, yeah. apart from their, uh, their their shenanigans online, they're actually pretty funny guys. It's very, very funny guys walking in the room. But uh, yeah, check out ours. And uh, Tofop quotes on Twitter if there's anything that we've said in here that you thought was funny. <laughs> um, Good luck. <laughs> post it. Because then we can like look at it and go, oh, yeah, I, I don't remember saying that. Um, so that's always cool. And you're uh, touring. You're in New Zealand now. Yes. Uh, yeah. I'm in New Zealand. Uh, WillAnderson.com.au for the details in New Zealand. And then uh, my first ma- major show in the states is at Largo right. on uh, May 24. So if you know anyone in America or like you are in America listening to this and you can make it a Largo on May 24, it would be awesome to have an audience. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Charlie Clawson. I'm Will Anderson. See ya.